Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 339 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I'm your host, always, I'm Tyler. Join me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. Yeah, I'm just pretty exhausted, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> but, uh, yep, another solid week of work. Everything else is pretty much going all right, but there's been quite a bit of, like, gaming stuff that's been going on, from game releases to some bits of news. We're getting closer to some major gaming stuff that's going to be released in the next couple weeks and on top of that november is going to be a solid month so i'm pretty excited about that yeah <laughs> but what's kind of interesting is even after all the gaming stuff i am still playing three houses <laughs> <laughs> how have you been dude uh, i'm doing all right you know just uh, another busy work week you know just clanging and banging as always um Nothing too, no, nothing too exciting going on with me. Just uh, getting a little more antsier and antsier for extra life coming up here in a couple weeks. So. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll just fuck it. We'll just talk about it now. Um, yeah, so extra life it's coming up November second. Um, what it is, real fast for people that don't know, um, it is a gaming charity that we do every year that uh, we raise money for Chisel Medical Network Hospitals. Um, People get to pick the hospital of their choice. Uh, Gables does Seattle every year. I do Iowa City. Uh, excuse me. And um, we play games, like I said, for a day straight. And then people donate to us um, as you know, as a way of gaining uh, awareness and everything like that. All the money goes to the sick kids at those hospitals, helping them get anything they need for uh, medical attention, new equipment, whatever they need, doctors, uh, to make things better for them. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys are interested in... Uh, any of that, uh, go to uh, extra-life.org, uh, look into it. It's a really cool charity. I think this is the 11th year of it. Um, I actually just got my shirt in last weekend. Nice. Um, so I now have, I think, I counted eight Extra Life shirts. Um, so that's pretty sweet. Um, I think I like. I think I own more Extra Life shirts than I do of any other type of... Like, I, I think like 20% of my, of my shirts is now Extra Life shirts. <laughs> maybe maybe it could be more. I, I have to count them all. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's something that's you know near and dear to my heart. Uh, I love it. Love doing it every year. Look forward to it all year round. Um, I always call it my favorite, least favorite day of the year. Uh, it's because it, it's fun to play games for twenty four hours, or at least it sounds like it's fun. But just getting you know, but hanging out with your buddies on party chat, bullshit with them, uh, is great. But about hour ten to twelve or so, depending on how it's going. Uh, you really start to hate video games, um, so which I don't save very often. But uh, it's usually extra lifetime is when I, I don't like playing video games anymore. Um, but yeah, um, if you want to donate to us, we do have Facebook or Facebook pages. I'm, I'm wrapping the show up already. Uh, <laughs> we, we have uh, extra life sh- uh, uh, pages. Um, I'm Tyler Courtney, and then that's Gabe Bagno. Uh, if you don't want to bag, just say no. Um, so yeah, check us on there. But if you guys are even better or more interested in doing it yourself, uh, do that. You can just sign up. Super easy. Uh, and then post it on Facebook or Twitter, or emails, wherever you do. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Uh, tell the spider that's living underneath your bed uh, about it and have them donate to you. Um, so yeah, uh, cool thing we do every year. It's, like I said, November 2nd. So we are two weeks away, Gables. Uh, I know, right? chills every weekend i'm just like it's just getting closer and like it's like it's like it's like a christmas break when you're a kid and it's like going into like that like it's like you're excited because christmas break you don't have to go to school but at the same time you're like fuck now i just gotta sit at home all day and stare at my presents um so it's, it's kind of like the week of is you know you're not sitting at home but you know it's like um it's just like it's drags for me because that's like all I'm thinking about is like extra life is this week. And then on top of that, I always take a few days off afterwards to recover. Um, so on top of that, on top of that, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, mini vacation. Man, at least you had a lot of luxury to try to get a couple days off, dude. Because I work because I work as like an assistant manager and all this other stuff. Have that type of luxury is not going to be that easy. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean, cause, you know, I'm a supervisor as well. Um, so what I literally do is. When they announce the dates, which is usually around, I want to say in January sometimes, um, most for the most part. When they but you can 
it's usually it's always almost always the first Saturday of November nowadays. I think there's only been a couple times been in October uh, in the last like five or five years or so. Um, but you can pretty much you know what's when it's going to be. But anyways, uh, as soon as they announce the dates in like January or whatever, I request those. I requested like two or three days off immediately afterwards. Um, so yeah, that's the only reason I get it off. It's like, hey, I've had this planned off since like January. You guys can't take this away from me. So even like like last year, there was a bit of a kerfuffle for me to take a time off. I'm like, I've had this time scheduled off for literally 11 months, 10 months, whatever. Um, you guys should have yeah. thought ahead of that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's there's no no. I'm, you I'm know, it's perfectly it. viable. You know, because if you've had it for that long in advance and stuff, it's they just should look at that as like. Well, he's had that in there for quite a long time, so... <laughs> yeah, and I talk about it all the time, uh, especially as we get closer, so... It's like, oh, he's he actually going coming. to go through with it. Like, oh, yeah, so, I mean, this thing he does every year, he's going to do? Wow, what the hell? Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Um, got my, you know, like we talked about already, I'm going to plan on playing a lot of Luigi's Mansion 3 and Anthem, uh, if Anthem's any good. Hopefully it is. Um and then uh, whatever the hell we play with the, with the with the group, uh, talking ship and stuff like that. But, oh my uh, god! But you know, uh, I, other than that, you know, for games that I've been wanting to play during the event, I really nothing's really coming to mind. First and foremost, I actually went forth, checked out all the games that I had like on downloaded on my PS4 on my Switch, and I've also was looking at the releases. So I'm thinking, God, what's going to be my game of extra life? You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's always the key. Is like, you know, it's great to have a, a plethora of games to play. You know, like having like, you know, it sounds great to have like oh, I have like five, six, seven games here I want to play. But the key is really you want like one or two good games to take up your time, and yep. then you want some side games too. You can jump in here and there, or like, uh, you know, games you can play with your friends, kind of thing. Like I, I definitely know people that just like they play like games online with their friends, like a good chunk of times. Because like, I know like years we played like a shit ton of Borderlands two together, or we played Destiny together, or yeah. we played. Um, you know, like it's great to have those games, play with your friends, stuff like that. Like Friday Thirteenth last year, but it's like the key is you always want like like one or two big games. Like um, last year for me was Assassin's Creed. Um, before that was like Wolfenstein Two, um, and actually Assassin's Creed the, 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 that one too. I played a good chunk of it. That's where I, like I realized like I don't like this game <laughs> during actual life last year, but like it's great to have like a game that you can just sit down and sink into and play and then yeah because uh, that those times fly by especially like um the key is sometimes like timing is everything i think or like um when you're kind of getting burnt down playing video games and you kind of want to stop but you can't stop um it's nice to like, be able to jump into those games it's, it, even sometimes like when you're like super tired and it's like i can't like function and like I remember trying to play Wolfenstein 2 at 3 in the morning. I'm like, this just isn't happening. <laughs> like, I am... This game's hard as it is, and I can't shoot worth a damn. Like, uh, I need to stop. And it's like, just... I remember, like, popping in Assassin's Creed last year, and I just did side missions for, like, six hours in the middle of the night. You know, like, that was, like... and like Or, like, I played a bunch of Spider-Man. I played all, the, I played all through all the DLC in Spider-Man. And it's like, this... You know, it's not, like, stuff that necessarily matters to the main story, so you don't feel like you're missing anything. But you're also like you're still doing stuff and like you're progressing um, in other ways. Like I remember I got way over leveled in Assassin's Creed last year doing side shit. So it's like um, having games like that is you know games that like require your attention, but like you don't feel like you need to be paying attention either. Um, uh, are are great to have. I, there's always like little tips and tricks. Um, I, I always find that help people or help me at least. Maybe not for I don't know about other people. I know some people it's like. <laughs> they just play games but I'm going to play a, some Madden too actually I have not played Madden I think I've played like 8 games of Madden since that game came out it's been like over 2 months now oh that's unusual so, for you usually you're yeah. the Madden fiend here <laughs> yeah usually I, I usually put like 200-300 hours every year into Madden and I'm going to definitely that's one of my go-tos as well it's like um, going in the middle of the night like I can just it's one of those games I can it's, like I said games doesn't really require a lot of attention but you're still like doing something uh, like I can play that game in my sleep uh, I probably have a few times in Madden uh, during actual life, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm excited. November second, two weeks away. Uh, it's it's flying by, but also dragging at the same time. It's one of those weird things. Like the weeks are flying by, but then when I think about actual life, it's just like it drags. It's like so I don't know. It's a weird weird thing, but um, 
Uh, anything you want to mention before we move on, Gables? Um, well, I would like to mention, though, that, uh, yeah, I'm still, quote-unquote, trying to look for some more, like, uh, people to go through and, like, yep. just play a lot of, like, various, like, games and stuff with. I am still going to be playing bits and pieces, like, with the talking ship guys because, well, friends, people I've known for, like, ten-plus years, pretty much. So yeah. it's, like, that's going to be a given. I know for a fact that last year around Extra Lifetime, I completed two Castlevania games, Rondo Blood, That's Symphony right, yeah. of the Night. Hell, even on Sunday, I finished up Symph- that Sunday after that 24-hour thing. I freaking finished up <laughs> Symphony of the Night, got the platinum trophy for that thing. And it's like, okay, that was nice. But yeah. then going through that whole Extra Life thing and all of a sudden, I pretty much did what you did with like uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, only I did with Spider-Man where I just completed a whole bunch of side missions up until like 12.30 yeah. in the morning. I'm like, oh Yeah. Oh, God, I got to stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's a good strategy to have. It's like, like it's one of those, like, that's like, when, for me, it's like last year, like I said, like Assassin's Creed jumping in the middle of the night. I actually played a bunch of Friday 13th was like, and playing, plowing through that was like. Dude. Clutch, like you need those. Like yeah, I've talked before. There's, there's years where I've gone in to actually. I'm burping a lot. Sorry, um, I've gone in actually with like nothing to play, and I'm just like, it's like oh, I got like I got like seven or eight games here. I guess I can jump into, but it's like nothing. Like you need to have the game that sticks. You know, it's like it's kind of like ribs that sticks to your ribs. Kinda, you know, kind of thing. Uh, it's like you need that kind of game. You need that something you can just jump into. Um, so yeah, like uh, definitely helps to have that. But I will say that we definitely should play some bit of Friday the 13th. Yes! And we definitely yeah. should... Yeah, Friday the 13th especially, because that game with a whole bunch of friends... God, we were laughing our asses off just on the stupid shit that we were playing. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's a perfect... <laughs> it's one of those perfect dumb games to play. Um, and especially, you know, like, it's like... You know, like we talk about, like, uh, we talk about a lot, like, Rock, Rock League is... One, I think one of the main reasons that game is as popular as it is for us and a lot of people too, but for for us, you know, in the, in the group, is it was a PS Plus game, uh-huh. so for the most part, everybody has it. You know, it's like it's it's kind of like the Call of Duty of its like when it's heyday and they're like they're the mid two thousands there where it's like everybody played you know, we Call of Duty was Call of Duty was always like our go to game for like gamer nights and stuff like that because it was like yeah. it was a game everybody had. Exactly. And it's like now there's like Friday Thirteenth, Rocket League, a few other ones are like those are the games like everybody has. So I'm thinking about like I'm gonna um, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna Redbox uh, Call of Duty the night before if I can if they have it available and uh, plow through the uh, campaign in there in that time because I've done that a few times too. That's always been like a a fun like you know uh, little game to play. I always like pop that in like in the evening uh, and I, I've beaten a couple or played a whole bunch of the Call of Duty during Extra Life as well because it always seems to come out right around uh, Extra Life. So, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm actually really excited about this campaign, you know, going back to the, uh, with the Modern Warfare name and the stuff I've seen so far. So, uh, yeah. Um, if, you, yeah. If you guys want to play with us, just hop on. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be on PS4 pretty much the entire time. Even if we're not playing PS4 games, we'll be playing, we'll have our PS4, our you know, head, oh, yeah. headphones on, being in a party. Uh, that's my plan. That's usually what I do. Is like, uh, I'll, I'm, even if I'm playing the Switch or the Xbox or whatever, like I'll have, um, you know, I'll have my uh, have I'll be in a party chat, bullshitting people. And I've even bought, <laughs> I, I I've thought ahead and I bought a bunch of uh, AAA batteries because I have like a really nice Trill Beach headset that's like I don't even know. Like I mean, I think I got like eight years ago, nine years ago now, and it still works really well. Um, nice. But it just sucks. It takes batteries. I have like a really, I bought like a really nice like PlayStation headset last year, and it's way better as far as sound goes. But the microphone in it is garbage, and like I can't like, I, I can I can hear you guys, but like like when you talk to me, it just sounds like you can barely hear me. So I have to always I still have to go whenever I do like extra life or do gamer nights, I go back to this one. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. I thought like I said, I thought ahead. I bought a, I bought like a eight pack of AAA batteries because that thing eats two batteries fairly quickly. So. Um. Yeah. Uh. Pumped once again. Um. But yeah. Uh. Anything real fast? We move on. No. Okay. Cool. So once again, uh, extra-life.org. Check it out. Check it out. Um. Donate to us if you want. If you want to create your own and get people to donate to you, even better. I think because that's probably more money. Um. You'll probably earn more money than the money that. No offense to people. But I'm not trying to say anything badly, but the money you donate to us, you'll probably earn a lot more. More uh, if you just create your own and get people to donate to you. 
Um, so yeah, do all those things, please. Um, but uh, jumping, should we do game? What we've been playing first or news? Let's do news. All right. So not a lot of news this week, unfortunately. Uh, it, it seems like you know we're getting to that that peak year, peak time with the holidays coming up, with games coming out. Um, it's kind of been a little bit of a lull lately. It seems like uh, we had like Border September was kind of nice with like Borderlands, Link's, Link's Awakening, stuff like that, uh, Gears Five, a few a couple other games. But it's like since then, like there hasn't been like I don't think anything major is coming out since, since then. Like I know Call of Duty comes out next week, and then November obviously is big. Um, but we're getting we're getting closer. So it feels like as we get closer to like when big games happen, uh, like news kind of dies off. So um, it's kind of like around E3, like that month, like July is like like the rest of June and like most of July is just like a wasteland of news uh, because you know E3 happened and there's just nothing else to talk about. Uh, but um, there is you know a couple little topics to talk about here. Uh, so Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, talking about that just a minute ago. Uh, they came out, Activision did, and started talking about um, what's going on with that. So they are not doing loot boxes now. They're going away from doing all that. Um, and now what they're doing is kind of doing like the, over, the kind of, not so much the Overwatch, but more like the, the Fortnite uh, way of things uh, where all the maps, there's no there's no season pass, there's no DLC anymore. Um, they're, like I said, no loot boxes. Uh, all the maps, the new modes, things like that will be free. Um, uh, like I said, loop passes will be gone. Uh, there won't be a season pass, uh, and there'll be cross-play across all platforms. But what they're going to do now is do the um, the, the battle pass. So kind of what Fortnite does, I think it's like ten weeks is a is a season for them, and you it's like, like I think it's like I don't know they haven't set a price yet for Call of Duty, um, but like a, one season for Fortnite, I think it's like ten or fifteen bucks. And what it gets you is it's all cosmetic stuff for the most part, and then you get some double XP things like that if you want to. Um, but it, it doesn't affect, it doesn't enhance your gameplay at all. It's like all skins, cosmetics. You can earn, like I said, you earn faster, uh, more XP, which you, know, you can obviously level up faster. But it doesn't do anything as far as affecting gameplay, which uh, I think is great. Because like, that's one thing I've heard like from a lot of friends. Like that's still, like I, I got a few friends that still like that's their Call of Duty is like their game. They buy every year and they play it like they play it like fucking crazy. And like I've talked to them, it's like they hate like they hate the loot boxes. They hate like they sit there and walk around the map and they see like someone. Uh, a, one of their uh, loot boxes drop in the map or whatever. They had like really nice shit, and like it's just that pay to the pay to win kind of aspect of it. So I don't know. I think uh, this is really cool. I, I, I think this is great. Like we, we talked about before, like everybody's pretty much gone away with season passes and like um, map, you know, map DLC and stuff like that, except for Call of Duty and like Battlefield, right? The last couple, and you saw like uh, I think the last Battlefield went away with, but went away with it as well. Uh, now Call of Duty, the last, you know, kind of the big ones anyways, is going away with it. I think that's, uh, I think that's good. I think we're definitely, you know, we had this whole big thing a year or two ago, about two, actually like two years ago, where like loot boxes, like was a huge ordeal. The government started getting involved and it was like, you know, like we don't, the last thing you want is government to get involved with, with this shit. And it's not even like uh, a Republican Democrat thing. It's just like the government should not like this is something like they just don't need to get involved with. They don't understand. For the most part, people up there talking about video games don't understand video games or like the aspect of them. It's like we don't need them getting involved. They fuck enough things up. Um, so I don't know about you. I, I I like this idea. It's not like the best, it's not perfect, but it's. I think from where we were a couple of years ago to where we are today, uh, things are really good for gaming as far as uh, the bullshit of like pay to win and everything goes. Hmm. What about you? In terms of this whole Battle Pass stuff, I agree that it is good that there are going to be certain things like in terms of DLC and certain things like maps and stuff that will be free upon request. Doing the whole Fortnite kind of aesthetic in regards to seasons and stuff like that doesn't surprise me that Activision, like Activision Blizzard, wants to go through and try to emulate sort of that type of successful model that Fortnite has done. Yeah. At the same point, I really am not holding it past Activision Blizzard to try to go through and find some little form of monetization or microtransaction in terms of uh, what they do inside of this next Call of Duty. They say that it's going to be mostly like cosmetic stuff, possibly, that's going to be inside these quote-unquote battle pass stuff. But uh, I'm not holding my breath on it. 
I do not trust Activision Blizzard in terms of microtransaction stuff. <laughs> and quite honestly, if it ends up becoming sort of a thing where there are certain items that you're going to need in order to get, you know, earn like specific, like say weapons or specific types of costume sort of thing, you know, that's, you know, that's pretty much not too surprising for me if it does happen. <laughs> It's just that Activision Blizzard in general, when it comes to just their games, especially when it comes to Call of Duty and, like, the loot box stuff from last year and even more or less so, like, certain forms of, like, microtransaction stuff they've done over the past six months, you know, with the cold tra you know, crash team racing stuff with having the loot boxes after the game was released and reviewed and mm -hmm. stuff. It's just... In my honest opinion, Call of Duty may be a good, maybe turning out to be a good game, and people will probably enjoy that game. Hell, if they're big fans, they're probably going to enjoy the game regardless of like what kind of condition and what type of microtransaction stuff that may be inside it. But at the same point, I just feel that uh, you know it could possibly be from past track records something that maybe. <laughs> a little bit questionable that's what i think yeah i mean i get that i can understand you know kind of like the it's like the, taking the wait wait and see approach um i think the fact like i think the fact that they are like getting ahead of it and saying that they're not gonna do these things make gives me kind of kind of puts me at ease a little bit you know especially like i said like the crash bandicoot uh crash team racing um game where they you know they waited until after reviews came out and after like uh, the game was on the shelves, so then they had to put it on the box in the, the rating system. If they had loot boxes or anything like that, like they can't, like they can't keep doing that, especially with their biggest franchise, and especially where games have been going. And like, you know, it's like, like I said, like only a couple of like the the uh, you know, Battlefield and Call of Duty were like the last ones to like do these kind of things. Um, and they're you know they're small things, but the, these are like these are the big ones, and like these are the ones that get more, the most attention. So it was like. If, um, you know, like the loot boxes, like, you know, they would, those are going to get more attention. Like, everybody can go away with them, you know, but these two do them. And, like, they're the only two in the business that do them. Like, that's what's going to get, that's going to get more attention than if the other 98% of online gaming, uh, game, big, big shooters or whatever did them. If, like, those guys got away with it, but these two big ones couldn't get away with it, kind of thing. Um, so it, it's nice to see that, like, they have, like, they, they kind of got to set, even though I know Fortnite's bigger and a lot of games have already done it before them, it's like those are the two that like uh, two big franchises that kind of set the example in a way. Like they're the parents of the online gaming world, and they kind of got and it's like they kind of like they gotta get their shit together kind of thing. And it's I'm a, I don't know I, I'm gonna, I'm trying to be optimistic about it. Like who's to say that like next year when the new Call of Duty I think I believe it's supposed to be Black Ops Five comes out that. They won't go back to it, or they won't do some more bullshit things, or they try something different. Like it's constantly evolving. Like you know, like DLC was a crazy thing. You know, you know paying for maps was a crazy thing to do 14 years ago. Then paying for a, a digital cosmetic outfit was crazy. You know, seven eight years ago. You know, it's like it's just I don't know. Like who knows what the next thing is going to be? You know, like Battle Pass. Who knew? We never heard of. Knew, that's a crazy thing to us. That just a couple years ago, that was a crazy thing. Now it's like everybody has one. Um, you know, like Rock League added one in three years later. They've done away with it, but they added one in after three years of being on the shelves. Now they added one. So um, I don't know. I, I'm trying. Like I said, I'm trying to be optimistic. I think um, I'm going to believe them here. Uh, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but uh, I can understand why everybody's a little like hesitant on. Uh, going with them on that um but moving on to our next topic here uh gables it's one of my favorite things uh, that come out every month i like uh, just kind of going through it kind of gives you a good idea of what's going on in the gaming world uh like you know we're, we're kind of you know in a certain way we're in our own bubbles of gaming like of our personal feelings and what we see on our uh on twitter facebook blah blah what our friends are talking about things like that or listen to the podcast but it's interesting to see kind of like the what the, what's going on with the rest of the world and that's the mpds here yep. um so, uh, this is the top 20 list. Uh, so, I'm going to start from number 20 and work my way up. Uh, so, number 20 is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Okay. Uh, 19 is Catherine. 18 is Spider-Man. 17 is Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Uh, 16 is Rainbow Six Siege. 15 is Red Dead Redemption 2. 
14 is Spyro Reunited Trilogy, 13 is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 12 GTA 5, 11 Minecraft, 10 Mario Kart 8, 9 NHL 28 Code Vein, 7 Gears 5, 6 Ghost Recon Breakpoint, uh, 5 is Madden, uh, Madden NFL 20, 4 is Link's Awakening, 3 is FIFA 20, 2 Borderlands 3, 1 NBA 2K20. Um, so uh, it's it's kind of funny like look at these lists sometimes. I, I like the top 20 list more than the top 10 because it's kind of interesting to see what's still like sticking around. Like Breath of the Wild still holding on at 20. Uh, sucks Catherine just came out and uh, it came out at the beginning of that month and it's all it's at 19. Uh, I know it's not a big franchise. It's never going to sell a huge amount of copies, but it sucks to see it that far down. Um, Plants for Zombie Battle for Neighborville. I, I heard rumblings of a new Plants for Zombie game, but I didn't know it was already out kind of thing. Um, it, we were talking about that before the show. It's like we didn't like. I heard about it, but I didn't know it was coming out so soon. You didn't even know it was a thing. It's like, <laughs> I know. Uh, right? Red Dead Redemption Two uh, drops at fifteen. Uh, at fifteen, it's, and it's behind GTA Five. You know, a game that's been out for six years. Uh, Red Dead has been out for just under a year now. Um, uh, you know, Minecraft still holding on at eleven. Uh, Mario Kart Eight still at number ten after all this time it's like that was borderline a switch launch game and it's still in the top 10 uh right now uh and like i said it hasn't been like uh, a crazy holiday season this year but still like the yeah 10 is crazy um gears 5 at 7 um i don't know i'm curious what the game pass does to the sales for the, for that game because you know now that like like someone like me who who would have bought that game and paid 60 dollars for that game uh use game pass which i already own to play that game it's like i wonder how many people affect like that download the game and play that game and didn't actually pay the six dollars for that game kind of thing i wonder how much that's affecting it because i feel like that game would be higher uh breakpoint being i can't remember when it came out breakpoint did but uh oh no it came out the first week of october so that's why so that makes sense uh because the mpds are weird like they don't end on the like october 1st is not the beginning of the october mpds it's like it's weird like sometimes it's october 6th or 7th um but uh yes i don't know see where that is mad info 20 cool to see that uh in top five but it's like nfl always they always have a big sale on madden uh right at the beginning of the the football season so that makes sense why they're doing that uh link's awakening at four i think is pretty cool i'm curious how how well it's selling i don't ever heard anything about whether it's a million seller yet or anything but i imagine it has to be um nba 2k20 obviously makes sense it's like the probably one of the three biggest franchises out there right now in gaming and borderlands 2 at number two or borderlands 3 at number two rather um it's cool to see. I know it's like, uh, I don't know how big, that's one of those game, like franchises, I don't know how big it is, like how much it penetrates the market. Like, I know it's big and like, it's one of the most popular franchises in like the hardcore gaming world, but I don't uh-huh. know if it's like a big franchise in like the casual audience. So seeing that number uh, number two is pretty awesome. Um, what are, what's your thoughts on this list, Gables? My thoughts on the list is like, I'm not surprised with some of the sports games being high sellers because that's traditionally how they are when it comes to this particular time of the year. But at the same yeah. time, what does surprise me is seeing a game like Code Vein that is kind of, I have the impression of it being kind of niche because it's like one of those anime sort of a hack and slasher type of games and stuff to be inside of the top 10 for sellers. Yeah, that kind of intrigues me as to the, like, not only the spread amount of uh, notoriety of the game itself, but also the quality of the game probably is pretty damn good if people are actually buying that game pretty much in troves and if the if the mpd sales or anything really indicate you know indicate and stuff but uh breath of the wild at number 20 kind of surprises me but then again it's pretty much a switch launch title same thing with mario kart 8 the mario kart 8 being the top 10 still is crazy to me but uh yeah it's Fairly interesting. Some of the same games that we have seen there month after month. Let's say like a Minecraft or like a freaking GTA Five are still there. But yeah, it's other than those few facets of what I saw. You know, it's kind of like the same old, same old. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely right. You, you see a lot of um, uh, regular ones on there, like the GTA, Red Dead's, Mario Kart, stuff like that. But it's, it's still interesting to see how, like, like even though you have a good idea they're going to be on there, it's still fascinating to me, like. How the fuck are those st- like Minecraft? Who doesn't own a Minecraft at this point? I know, like, right? Like I don't own. I've never purchased paid a dime for Minecraft, but it's I like, got a physical version of Minecraft on Switch. 
Yeah, I mean, so it's like, I feel, I don't know, I mean, I know it's on everything, but it's like, how? What? What What do you mean? How is it number 11? Um, yeah, I guess we'll, uh, you know, wait and see. But you know what, actually, it's kind of interesting. Uh, this is the top 10 list for games sold uh, so far in 2019. So uh, this is anything, any game. This isn't games that came out in 2019 in the top 10 sellers, but games, uh, copies of games sold since the beginning of the year. Uh, so number 10 is GTA V. Uh, 9 is Resident Evil 2, 8 Smash Bros. Ultimate, 7 Anthem, 6 uh, Division 2, uh, 5 Kingdom Hearts 3, 4 Madden NFL 20, 3 Borderlands 3, 2 Mortal Kombat 11, and 1 NBA 2K20. So a game, or, uh, NBA 2K20 uh, been out for you know about a month now, and it's already, at the point of this, only a couple weeks, and it's already the number one selling game of the year. Um, I, I, I wonder, you know, we talked about last week, but I wonder if, like, you look at, like, you know, uh, what, GTA Five came out last year, Smash Ultimate came out last year. Right. Um, so, we're looking at the basically the top eight games sold this year. And it's like, you got NBA, 2K20, Mortal Kombat 11, Borderlands 3, Madden NFL 20, Kingdom Hearts 3, Division 2, Anthem, and the Resident Evil 2 as basically your top eight sellers. And I'm just shocked. I'm like, I'm wondering how well these games are selling. Or like, I mean, obviously they're going to drop once like Call of Duty comes out and a uh, new Star Wars game comes out and a couple other games come out. But it's like, is this like a, like, are these games that popular? Like, I know they're popular, obviously, they'd be, be on this list. But like, are games this popular? Or is it just like, this is like, and they're a sign, like I talked about last week, we both talked about. But this has been a very weak year for gaming. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Who would have thought that Mortal Kombat 11 would be the number one selling game um, basically for the first nine months of the year? Well, not, not the first nine months, but, you know, since it came out in the beginning of April, I mean, it was immediately jumped to number one selling game of the year. The fact that it sold more copies so far than Madden NFL 20, um, you know, like Borderlands 3 has been out for a month and it's already the number three selling game of the year. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting to see, like, you would have, I would have thought, like, looking like, before the year, like, Anthem Division 2 uh, would be higher up on the list. And the fact that yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 is... Go ahead. I know, right? Sorry. For all the games that introduce themselves, it's kind of like live service, sort of like things, like, not doing so well and uh, not doing as profitable as they were kind of forecasted to be in terms of, like... Uh, ongoing like sales and stuff for the year and then having games like mortal kombat 11 like you just touched upon but you know selling more so than certain games like madden and then nba 2k20 that one like releasing and stuff having its own bits of controversy with the whole like roulette wheel type of crap they got yeah you always find a way to get piss people off yeah it's so stupid it's like it's pretty easy not to piss them off and they keep doing it oh yeah yeah especially with their uh with their last year's version or something like that, months after the game released and stuff, like actually inserting bits of commercials inside of their yeah. freaking their advertisements inside of their games, even for like offline single player type of things, that's just yeah. So for a franchise and developer stuff that uh, for a series that has been pissing off its fan base for actually quite a while now, for the most <laughs> part on the year, all of a sudden like having one of the top selling games of the freaking year that's just a, that's just stupid in my opinion but yeah understandable because yeah. people love the game mm-hmm. yeah it's it's nuts and it shocks me to see that a game like Kingdom Hearts 3 that feels like a pretty niche title but I know there's a lot of buzz around it uh, that's still a going game that released it. this past February yeah it's nuts like that game came out like I feel like the game came out and it kind of like a game everybody's been wanting for like 15 years and it kind of feel like it, it feels like it came and went like yeah it was good but it's it kind like, of felt like, yeah, it kind of felt like a, like a, <laughs> it kind of felt like a wet fart when it came out yeah. and stuff, where like people were excited because it came out, then all of a sudden it's like the after effect and everything else, it's like, it wasn't really that memorable, apparently, yeah. for the grand scheme of things. It was more or less like people were just glad that the game came out and then enjoyed what they had, just didn't bother talking much else about it for the rest of the year. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nuts. And uh, that's the fifth selling, uh, highest selling game of the year. That's come out in 2019, and it's ahead of games like Division Two and Anthem. Like that blows my mind. Like, that how's it happen? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting when I was like, normally, like I always read that part to see what the top ten selling games of the year are, but usually doesn't stand out to me. But I thought this year did, and especially with what we talked about last week. 
you know, with, with you know, it's 2019, a kind of a, not so much a bad year, but a weak year in gaming. And to kind of see that list as like, oh, this kind of like, I felt kind of adds fuel to that fire of that argument to, for me. But um, yeah, but unfortunately, you know, it's just it's still the bit of the cooldown because uh, the, this gaming generation peaked at 2017, and then all of a sudden it's been kind of declining since yeah. then until oh, yeah. this current year where it's like across, it's like across sort of like generational thing where it's leading down to like staggering releases up until the end of. 2020 when we're going to have the ps5 and scarlet and stuff like that so it's like yeah so like we talked about last uh, like i like said like 2017 was like six, 16 and 17 especially were like fantastic years like top to bottom like make a top 20 list and 20 like you know you know 15 through 20 are like legitimately really good games and it's like this year it's like and like top 10 like the 10th best game of 2016 and 17 and it, you know we're like those could be game of the years any other year and it's like I look at this year and it's like man like the, the best game one of the, you know one of the, probably number two or three on the, my list if I I haven't made my list yet I haven't even started really putting it together but I feel like kind of looking back at the games I played this year it's like I feel like number two or three on my list this year probably wouldn't even crack my top ten the last two years <laughs> so like that that should say something I think personally like where you know this year like it's not it's not terrible there's like there's good games coming out it's just like there hasn't been like those like great great games like usually you get like some really great games and you, know, you get lucky you get that you, you know you usually you know you usually almost always have like one of the all-time great games every year and i feel like we haven't had one of those yet and it's nowhere near like but we still have you know a couple handful of uh, great games come out potentially great games coming out that could be those but we will have to uh, see, but that wraps up the topics for the week. Gables, we're going to jump in now into what we've been playing. Okay. Do you want me to go first or you want to go first? You go first. All right. Um, so I've only been playing uh, one game I started talking about last week. But it was really early on. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, that game got some bad buzz around it when it first came out. It's kind of, it came out a lot of middling reviews. I even saw some pretty bad ones. I'm like, oh man, I was like, do I even bother playing this game? Like this like it does not look good um and maybe part of it is like the lower expectations going into it but i'm actually i'm I'm still i'm I'm on the last mission i don't know what it is about me like getting to the last mission right before we start recording this podcast because like every time like i'm gonna beat this game before we record and then we have to like i run out of time we record the show so probably like not too long after this i'm gonna play the game um when we get done recording i'm gonna eat uh play the game i'll probably end up beating it tonight or sometime tomorrow um but anyways, uh, so I am, you know, like I said, on the last mission, and I'm really enjoying this game. It's it's a lot of fun. Like I, like I talked about, like you know, it's like Wolfenstein Two is it's great because it's like the comedy is great, the story is great, the characters are great, and it's got Doom gameplay, which is fantastic. Um, and this game is more of that. It's, it's the characters aren't nearly as great. It's definitely a side story of that. Um, like I said last week, but it's got the Doom gameplay that I love, and seeing the fact even more so now that. Uh, Doom uh, Internal has been delayed, uh, and Rage Two kind of came out. It was great to play the game; like the, the shooting was great, but everything, like the other eighty percent of the game was was pretty boring or meh. Um, you know that you I wanted that. This is kind of the game that fills that void for me. Like I, I don't care for the sisters so much. Uh, I don't the the characters are okay. They're not bad, but they're okay. Um, some of the the jokes don't land like where like I felt, I felt in the other ones like they hit almost every single time. Um, and this is how crazy they got. Like, okay, like you can just go along with anything. Like at one point, like BJ Blazkowicz's head gets cut off, and like they just put him on a robot body, and he's fine. Like he's he's normal. It's like, all right, I can work with that. You know, whatever. And then later on in the game, they like they they put his head back on his body or a different body. So now he's like he's got an even better body than before. It's like, all right, whatever. It's fucking wolf design. Who gives a shit? It's like it, like every single time you just you go along with it because that's how great that game is in this game. I'm like, if you try to do some of that shit, I'm like, oh, wait a second, but um. I don't know. Anyways, the the gameplay is great. Uh, there's, I can see why it's not like, like I didn't go in expecting this game to be nearly as good as like Wolfenstein one or two or even, uh, you know, I was hoping like Old Blood where like Old Blood's really really good. It's it's you know, but didn't, this game didn't have BJ Blazkowicz. It's got the weird co-op stuff in it, uh, which I don't love, but it's not terrible. Um, the AI part is really refreshing when you get down because like you can like revive your enemy or your uh, your your partner, and it's like when you get down like. If you're not right next to them when you get down, like they will not come get you. 
So you have to like you get and you have lo- you have lives you have you have so you have three lives, and you can like find lives throughout the levels. But uh, that part's kind of frustrating. But the 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 punishment isn't that bad, other than the fact that you only get like you you start ba- over that 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 room you're in. But it sucks like when you have th- if you have three lives and you're not a boss and then you die and you come back and you have to fight do the whole thing over again. But now you got one life, so it makes it that much harder. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, Going through just and obviously kill Nazis is always great. Who who, who hates killing Nazis? Uh, besides Nazis, I'm pretty sure even Nazis hate Nazis. Uh, who doesn't hate Nazis? Um, but yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's fun. I'm having a blast with it. It's like, like it's like thirty bucks when it came out, uh, and I think it's like a twenty dollar version. Maybe I can't remember for sure, uh, but you can probably find it cheaper now. So it's like I don't know. Like if I feel like this game would be much better with a partner for sure, uh, but playing by myself. Um, it's been going well. The AI partner works really well outside of reviving you part. Like that's like the one downfall I have with it. But uh, you know, playing it a few months later, cause it came out, I think it came out in July, and I heard there's some bug issues. And like, I haven't really seen any bugs. I've heard like I've seen like weird like enemies just pop up right in front of you sometimes, like where you're in a gunfight, which is kind of annoying. But it's like it hasn't been like uh, game breaking in a way where it's like you're frustrated now. Or, like this guy wasn't here a second ago. Now I'm dead, kind of thing. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like it's definitely uh, like go in there. It's like, it's just it, it's a it's a, a Michael Bay type of game. You know, like I, I go to Call of Duty not for like the story or its characters, but I go there for just the big, big explosions and blowing shit up kind of thing. Yeah. And and this game is kind of more of that. And like if you love Wolfenstein, like and you want that or that or Doom even, like this is the closest you're gonna get to like getting that. If you're like jonesing over there, you just need like one more one more little line of fucking Doom. And it's like, here's some piddly shit, you know. Just take it. You're, this is it right here. Just fucking snort Wolfenstein Youngblood, because um, you know this is the closest you're gonna get to get to Doom for you know for about five months. Unfortunately, Gables. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, um, yeah. That's the only thing I've been playing this week. Uh, I'm gonna beat that, and I'm trying to decide what I'm gonna play next. I got a handful of games. Like I said, I'm, I'm saving. Uh, um, Anthem for Extra Life, but I got a couple games. Oh, like I still got like uh, Cadence by Rule, uh, Walking Dead, and Life is Strange too to play uh, play through uh, before uh, Luigi Mansion Three and Death Stranding and uh, Star Wars come out. So yeah, uh, just trying to decide what I'm gonna jump into next. But uh, yeah, really good game. I, I, I like I said, I, I, if this was sixty bucks, it would totally it would be a totally different opinion. I think uh, not totally different, but it would definitely be like. This game's not worth sixty bucks, but um, like I said, you can get it for probably twenty bucks nowadays. Um, and I, I still, I think you really enjoy it with, with lower expectations. Like I said, don't expect uh, Wolfenstein two, uh, two or one level or Doom level, but just go in expecting you have a good fucking time, and that's what that's what I'm happy with this game. Uh, but like I said, that's all I've been playing. What about you, Gables? Fire Emblem Three Houses. Hmm. I'll tell you what. New game just came out. <laughs> no, I tell you what, man. I my progress inside that game has changed quite a bit. I'm actually now at chapter 17 on the Blue Lions route. I have pretty much simultaneously finally selected the team members that I want to go through for the rest of the game itself. I'm at that point where I've already got a lot of my team. I already got a lot of my uh, characters through their paces and stuff. I've battled a lot in terms of getting levels and getting like certain class elevations and stuff to where like they're at a good point i am maximized i've actually maximized certain characters like uh weapon proficiencies and all sorts of different like uh, type of stats to s plus which that's the top the best that you can actually do for a category and they get their own various perks and abilities from achieving such levels and god even even the uh like 150 hours inside of that game (laughs) i'm still discovering new things about it that i didn't know before like like for example inside of this game you have the ability through like how much teacher level or something that you uh, get like through rankings and stuff like that you can uh, assign certain characters like adjutants which basically you can pair certain characters off and they would help you in terms of battle and not only that but they could also pass off like certain ability techniques and stuff to some of your other characters which uh well i never knew that 
and I'm not sure what abilities I've passed off to certain characters or whatnot, but, uh, well, let's just say it's just kind of funny just to go forth and experiment and try. And on top of that, I've actually discovered that there is a various glitch inside there where, like, some of the adjuncts or some that are uh, attack-minded and stuff won't actually engage in certain combat stuff because their percentage where they're supposed to be attacking upon level up is actually lower than what it's supposed to be. <laughs> but it will work for healing units and also for, like, uh, defending adjunct units and stuff. But uh, I gotta say, though, it's like... This game, in and of itself, is still, like, uh, not only is it still, like, very engaging and very good, I'm actually learning a whole bunch more about certain side points in terms of the overall game story in and of itself. Because I'll tell you what, playing through the first time in the the uh, Black Eagles route is entirely different during the second half than it is right now for the Blue Lions, where there's more things to it, much more depth, much more consequence and also kind of resolves a lot of lingering issues that I've had with certain characters I'll be perfectly honest with you if not for the strong character development and just the strong variety of awesome characters to use I would not be spending this much time actually wanting to know okay what happens next it's like how does this character so like uh, go through and evolve from this point because with each and every one of the characters in Fire Emblem Three Houses, they start off in sort of like a almost a trope of like specific types. Like, oh, this is the dude that uh, likes the ladies and stuff. He's a skirt chaser and stuff. Oh, this dude, he's very serious and stuff like that because a lot of his people were killed or something like that. Or even certain like, uh, even towards like the three main characters or something like that, where one is in line to become like an empress, the other one's in line to become like a like a, a king, and the other one is like a leader of like an alliance, sort of like uh, neutral f- like faction and stuff like that. Just all these kind of tropes and stuff, but it's just the way how some characters evolve through like certain interactions and certain events that play out in the story, which really is engaging to a point where it kind of feels like an entire drawn out, I want to say an actual drawn-out TV show in some retrospects. Not like a Game of Thrones, I want to say. No, I'm not going to say that, because that's way too dark in terms of some subject matter and stuff for this game. Hmm. But uh, I'm just saying that in terms of like a medieval style of like play style and settings and this, that this is probably one of the more engaging and probably one of the more fun strategy RPGs I've played <laughs> in terms of not only this franchise, but just in general. Because I'm still fine, I still am impressed with the amount of depth I can go into each character. I can make characters anything I want, quintessentially class-wise. They're not stuck with just one or two classes that they are just gone through and doing. They got all these like hidden sort of certain characters have these hitting budding. Some of them have these uh, hidden like like budding talents and stuff that can improve some aspects and can get them into some classes. But uh, I am honestly, I'm honestly getting tempted whether or not I should just go through and just buy the pass to the game, to like uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses itself, because there is even more classes that are going to be added, and also there's going to be more story elements, more like prologue stuff, not only towards the end of this year, but also in the first half of 2020. So there's definitely going to be much more replayability when I eventually get on to a third playthrough. <laughs> but as it stands, I'm still sticking to the fact that I want to finish through the Blue Lions route, my second playthrough of the game, and I just want to step away from it for a little while. I'm not sure what the final time is going to be, but since I'm over the 150-hour mark... I want to try to at least finish strong with the Blue Lions route. Hmm. <laughs> but other than that, that's pretty much it. Right. Well, I'm going to say, Gables, um, you just buy the goddamn uh, pass <laughs> at this point. You, you've, you'll you get your money's worth out of that pass, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my um, God. I've already got my money's worth out of this game. Yeah, but such I, a long adding time. more story bits to it and classes and everything like that. Like, yeah, just buy the goddamn game or the pass. Like. <laughs> You'll, you'll, uh, I, I have no doubt you'll end up, you know, that'd be, especially in, you know, beginning, you know, at that time of year where there's not a lot probably coming out. 
be a great game to jump back into with some new stuff to play. So. No, Amiya, it's going to be January. I'm probably going to already finish Pokemon Sword or, or Shield or whatever the hell, and I'm probably going to restart back and fire him on three houses. I could just see that happening in January. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be great, you know. It's, it's always fun to jump back in some of those games, especially when it's fucking 150 hours in. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, you say that, and all of a sudden you spend the same amount of time playing Madden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Year after I think year. I, I, yeah. You probably played more of that game than I probably have played games this year. Um, which <laughs> power wise? Yeah, pro- probably. Um, just a lot, a lot lower for me, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, you know what? I think Gables. That's gonna wrap up the show this for this week. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a shorter show, but we've been going long the last uh, uh, handful of shows, so uh, a little bit shorter show ain't so bad. It um, out. Yeah, it always works out in the end. So, yeah. So, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, we do a Facebook page and group. And it is uh, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Like, and join us on there. On Twitter at uh, Drunk Nerds Pod. Follow us on there. Um, on YouTube at Drunk Nerds. Uh, subscribe, please. Uh, give us a big thumbs up as well. And leave us a comment on all of our um, podcasts and everything. Um, and then twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Uh, he streams there quite a bit. He'll be, he'll be streaming there during uh, Extra Life as well. Um, yeah, I'm predominantly going to be streaming during Extra Life. My streams have been so hit and miss because of work, but at the same time, I know I'm going to stream come November 2nd. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'll probably be streaming a little bit too, but uh, not, not as much as Gables. Um, and then also on Spotify, we are there. Um, so Drunk Nestor Podcast, uh, follow us on there. And if you figure out how to um, leave reviews or anything like that, please do that there. And on iTunes, uh, Drunk Nestor Podcast, subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Leave us a comment. Really appreciate it. If you do all those things in those places, it makes it easier for people to see us, um, which is always great. We like that. More more uh, listeners for us. What's funny is, um, you know, on YouTube, we don't have a lot of uh, views on there. We usually get, I would say, a really good show. A good show was like 10 views for us. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of the shows I, I titled Anime uh, Porn Game. Oh, and no. it's got almost 100 views. Jesus um, Christ. So, uh, it's, I thought it was pretty funny. I was looking at that uh, the other day. I'm like, fucking Really? Okay, so I apparently I wonder, see, and I'm going to ask a question for whoever started the ep- whoever started listening to our show at that point and stuff <laughs> like that. Are you still there? Can mm. you leave us a message? Did we deceive you? Yes. If not, right. thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Trunk yeah. Dash Nerds Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, I, I've been your host, Alison, and I've been Colonel Gables. So until next week, or till next time we record, I hope you have yourselves a good night. Any gibbles? Yep. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya.